Would you burn $150 in 10s and 20s if you were lost and cold? That's what Sean Doer and Ralph Vecchio did when lost on Mount Marcy in the Adirondack Mountains in upstate New York. But it was to no avail as the branches were wet. The feeble fire lasted only a few minutes before it fizzled out. Early March 1989, when what was planned to be a pleasant day of cross-country skiing to the top of New York State's highest peak turned into a nightmare when the two men became disoriented in high winds and thick fog. The wind was ferocious, and on their descent, they could not find their tracks from the ascent. As the highest point in New York State and its location in the heart of the Adirondack Mountains, Mount Marcy is a highly desirable destination for outdoor enthusiasts across the Northeast and beyond. The mountain's stature and extensive panoramic views draw hikers to its summit, where during the summer months, its peak swarm with tourists. The easiest and most popular trail to Marcy's summit is the Van Hovenberg Trail, which begins at the Adirondack Lodge near Hart Lake. The trail winds through Adirondack forests, culminating in the last few hundred feet above the tree line. With rocky outcrops and alpine scrubs accompanying the hikers' breathtaking views from the summit. The round trip from the lodge to the summit via Van Hovenberg is 14.8 miles, a lengthy but achievable day hike. The trail is named after Henry Van Hovenberg, pioneer of the first route up Mount Marcy, and he opened the first lodge in 1890. Those who are successful in their ascent are greeted with views of all 46 high peaks. Spread before visitors are 6.1 million acres of the Adirondack Park, the largest protected area in the contiguous 48 states, larger than the combined acreage of Everglades, Glacier, Grand Canyon, and Yellowstone National Parks. On Saturday morning, March 4, 1989, Doer and Vecchio began to ski up the 5,344-foot peak in the morning with no overnight equipment, no compass, map, flashlight, tent, or sleeping bags, with the intention of returning the same afternoon. They had only cross-country skis, boots, and their winter clothing and hats. Preparations for winter summits to Marcy should always expect worst-case scenarios. 75-mile-per-hour winds at the summit, deep drifting snow, frigid below-zero temperatures, and ice pack trails. Crampons and ice axe, extra food and water provisions, and an emergency sleeping bag are essential. Little did they know, this would be the start of a four-day struggle for survival in the harsh Adirondack winter. They would survive three frigid nights, including one night that fell to 20 degrees below zero. On their ascent on that fateful Saturday, weather conditions deteriorated quickly. The winds continued to pick up, and dense, heavy fog settled in around the skiers. It was so thick they lost sight of the trail after only a few feet. The heavy winds caused drifting snow to cover their tracks, essentially erasing their ascent path to the summit. The pair spent half the day trying to find the summit trail 
and abandoned their skis to cover ground more efficiently. As daylight began to fade, the two men found a spot to settle in for the night. Who's ready for 2021? Well, with the new year, it's time to make a fresh start. And now is the perfect time to build hydration into your new healthy routines. That's where Hydrant comes in. Hydrant is a refreshing drink mix powder made with four key electrolytes, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. It's made with real fruit juice powder and no artificial sweeteners or synthetic colors. No nonsense, all science. For an extra boost, try new Hydrant Immunity containing vitamins A, B6, B12, C, and D, along with ginger and turmeric. Water meets wellness in a vitamin-packed drink mix that you can drink hot in these chillier months. I'm drinking it right now. Hydrant is backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love it, send it back for a full refund. We've got a special deal for our listeners to save 25% off your first order. Go to drinkhydrant.com wild or enter our promo code wild at checkout. That's D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D-R-A-N-T dot com slash wild. And enter promo code wild for 25% off your first order. Hydrant, where water meets wellness. Drinkhydrant.com slash wild. And now, back to our Skiers Lost at Marcy episode of In the Wild. They dug deep into the snow and lined the hole with pine and balsam bows. They slept facing each other to maintain body heat as much as possible, sleeping very little during the long nights. On the second day, Sunday, they continued to push along through the deep snow, trying to find a trail. At times, they fell up to eight feet into the deep snow. For two days, they continued their slow, labored progress, looking for any sign of a trail. The only food they had with them was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which they shared on Sunday morning, the rest of the time munching on snow. Doer, 25, and Vecchio, 29, did not leave behind a definite plan or trail they would be taking except to say that they planned to ski up Marcy. They began to settle in for a second night in the cold wilderness. A search for them had not yet started. They had found a lean-to but had no idea where it was or what path led to it. Snow and ice-covered trail markers made it impossible to determine the trail's location. As they tried to sleep that second night, the motel manager, where they had stayed, discovered their belongings were still present in their room. Rangers were notified, and the search officially began. The first clue to their whereabouts was discovering their pickup truck at the Adirondack Lodge's parking lot. Rental skis rented by the men at the lodge had not yet been returned. As Monday dawned, a small team of 15 rangers and volunteers gathered at the Adirondack Lodge, and they set off to search the Mount Marcy area on foot. Helicopters from the state police and environmental conservation were called in to scour the area by air, but would not arrive until later in the afternoon. The searchers slowly discovered clues to the men's whereabouts, a 
pair of discarded skis were found by an Adirondack Lodge worker on the north side of Marcy. Dave Doman, the caretaker at Lake Holden, discovered their tracks and ski poles near the Panther Gorge lean-to where they spent the previous night, though Doman could not determine which night the men had used it. As darkness began to fall on Monday afternoon, searchers were confident they were getting closer to finding the men, but the forecast called for temperatures to 20 below that night. There were fears the men would not survive a third night in such frigid, bone-chilling temperatures. Meanwhile, the two missing men prepared to hunker down for their third night in the woods. Earlier that day, they tried to light a fire using the cash they had on them. They burned $150 in 10s and 20s, but only managed a feeble fire that burned for 20 minutes before going out. That night, they dug into the snow and again did what they could to line the enclosure and its floor with pine and balsam bows. They survived frigid temperatures that night, but knew they needed rescue soon. Their hands and feet were frostbitten, and it was getting worse. Regardless, they set out for the fourth day. Their determination and fortitude paid off on that Tuesday. In their constant search for a trail, the two men finally found and broke into a camp near the upper Ausable Lake, where they were getting ready to spend a much more comfortable night when they heard the helicopter. They rushed out of the camp and saw their rescuers flying in. They were taken to Placid Memorial Hospital, where they were both treated for severe frostbite to their hands and feet. Despite the 78-hour ordeal, both men were able to walk from the helicopter to the waiting stretchers. Doer's wife, Eileen, combed his hair at the hospital since his hands were wrapped in thick bandages. His parents praised searchers for their work. Rangers attributed the men's survival mostly because they were together in their ordeal, encouraging each other to keep moving. They kept a hopeful attitude that they would be found. From the rangers' perspective on rescues, getting emergency calls at home all hours of the day and night and trudging through snowdrifts many feet high is all in a day's work. Many of the rangers were recovering from a fatal plane crash that had been the subject of an intensive five-day search when the call came in concerning Sean and Ralph. The rangers commented that the lay of the land usually determines which way people will travel, so it is sometimes easy to predict where the lost person will be found. Although rangers often advise hikers who are lost to stay put, in the case of Sean Doer and Ralph Vecchio, it was better for them to keep moving. If they had stopped, they probably wouldn't have moved again. During the search, many rangers held out little hope for finding the two lost skiers alive, given the length of time they were missing and the extreme weather. Joan Doer, the mother of Sean, who had traveled from Pennsylvania when learning her son went missing, expressed it well. It's a miracle, she said. This episode of In the Wild was narrated by Ian Scotto and written by Beverly Fraser.